0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, this is going to be a fun happy hour with Clay Apen, hey. who on his podcast last week just told me to shut the fuck up. So uh, I will uh, return the favor, so uh, it'll just be us screaming shut the fuck up at each other. But you know what? We, we, you got to out-dirty Bill Press these days. Yeah. It's yeah. a thing, it's man. It's hard. It's hard. He was dropping S-bombs on our show. He's got his own podcast now with no FCC rules. He's free range. He said, "Fuck you" to the FCC. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I got I my my I've got a, a challenge in front of me here. <laughs> the Bill Press also he sprinkles in a lot of uh, great progressive lawmakers that right. Yeah. Pete mm-hmm. Buttigieg, uh, Eric Swalwell, Maxine Waters. He knows everybody. He interviews everybody. He has a roundtable. He drops twice a week. Yep. And the, the one is a roundup of, with all the uh, top journalists in Washington. All the insiders. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to keep up on what's going on in D.C., what's going on in the election, Bill uh, is—loved him for years on the radio. Mm -hmm. He's even better with his, uh, you know, FCC chastity belt off. (laughs) Just swinging it around. Swinging it around. Waving it in everybody's face, Swinging it around the beltway. His is the biggest in the beltway, and he's swinging it. Wow. Wow. Okay. Get it. The Bill Press Pod. Go wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Bill Press Pod. Click on subscribe. Tell all your friends to do the same. Be a subdued, do- what we're doing. Be a subscriber to the Bill Pesh Pod. <laughs>
1: I'll just cover my mouth. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: Happy, happy hour. It's Clay Aiken. Yeah. I'm a Claymate. <laughs> I am a Claymate.
1: And if- Sometimes, when I'm nice. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> I mentioned the last thing you said to me when I was on your podcast was shut the fuck up. So I said it would be funny if I just said that to you, and this podcast was like nine seconds long.
1: We'd get publicity, both of us. If I deserve it, give it to me. <laughs> it's basically... You know what? Listen, you 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 only... I feel like we fight with our parents. I'm not saying you're a parent, but we fight with our parents because we know they won't go anywhere. You you get really frustr more frustrated with the people who you who you care about most and who you uh, who you agree with most. So right. take that as a compliment. I don't always I don't often. Tell I will take a as a cons- compliment that you just
0: sold them as old as your fucking mother, Clay. But that's fine.
1: <laughs> might, I might have in the past told her. I probably would get slapped if I said that to her, but I'm sure I've told her to shut up before.
0: (laughs) You're supposed to be a Southern, a polite Southern boy. I was for a while. No, I, ironically, can I just say, so your podcast, this is the Politicon podcast, because we we both do Politicon every year. Uh, Your panel is, how the heck are we going to get along? Let me just start by saying, we're fucking not going to. So there, that answers your question.
1: (laughs) I've discovered that, and it's heartbreaking, really. Yeah. But here's what
0: happened. I was particularly irritated by the right wingers that that you had on the panel. And I said at one point, I can't even tell who the host is. I didn't mean I don't know who you are. Of course, I know you. I had you on when you ran for Congress. I, the, I'm a claimate. I, I meant that no one else will shut the fuck up and I can't hear you even. Know.
1: You know, it's harder. I mean, we, you and I are talking with the, with the video and I wish we were able to do, we could do that with, with our podcast. Um, we haven't figured that out for whatever reason, um, but we were never supposed to be on, recorded without in being in the same place course, and yeah. obviously after we started, uh, we all got quarantined. So we're yeah. trying to figure it out. And it is. It's very difficult to yeah. have four people on who are so opinionated and they don't, you know, how the heck are we going to get along? We're going to have to listen to each other and nobody wants to do that. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah.
0: But no, I mean, that's that, because the name is, you don't know who Clay Aiken is? I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Of course I know who Clay Aiken is. Yeah. What there I mean is opinions, let him host.
1: I no one did. <laughs> <laughs> I like I can't no hear who's
0: did. talking. I don't know what, but I, it sounds like you had an even more contentious one clay i just saw this story you had an entire panel right about whether trump's a racist and that's what was driving me crazy on our panel is and thank you for admitting that you were a dumbass when you said in 2016 that he wasn't a racist because after charlottesville you were like okay i was wrong i'm a dumbass he's a racist and now up cut to right now as we record right. this clay he is inciting violence
1: yeah and Twitter. when we recorded when we recorded the episode this week, um, uh, for our, our episode that came out yesterday w- on Wednesday night, it had not yet quite devolved into the situation that it has in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. which I know we are all watching with fear and frustration and anxiety. I mean, I've not had this many emotions. My medication usually keeps all my emotions down, but <laughs> it's not working strong enough for this stuff that's going on now. And, but even still, you know, we obviously talked about, uh, the George Floyd situation, yeah. the fact that he was killed by this cop, murdered, if you ask me, by this cop, and and how the response had been from the White House. At that moment, Trump had actually agreed that the video was unacceptable and what had happened was unacceptable. He has devolved. Um, but but that conversation just kind of swayed into racism, and we did have someone on the panel who uh, believed strongly <laughs> that Trump is not a racist, um, believed that, that Trump— has done a good job huh. for race relations. Um and listen, I do my best. I'm not as far left as some. I'm certainly not anywhere you are to the right. Way not
0: far left enough for me, Mister <laughs> but, but you, no, know, but, but you know but you know what's funny <laughs> is you've talked about being on the apprentice and you know that that first of all you said he, he it wasn't his decision who he fired and you were talking about how it you know it was a fake phone just like he's a fake president, but you were saying he's reading teleprompter. So yeah, he read what he was supposed to say mm-hmm. about the George about the situation in uh, George Floyd's situation. But you, as you said, he those producers. He's not. Right. So he knows what he's supposed to say. But I, I, what I said on your podcast, Clay, is: Are we really fucking pretending this is not the most racist president we've ever had? Except the ones that actually own slaves. I mean, I, I, it didn't start with Charlottesville, Clay. It started with. In New York and with the housing discrimination and birtherism and on and on and on, the fact that these people on the right can even pretend that we're somehow having a debate about whether he's racist, it just makes me well, insane.
1: So where – I mean I don't, disagree, I don't disagree with you, but where I deviate from you is that I were – I mean I grew up in North Carolina, still live in North Carolina, and I live in a very progressive area in North Carolina, thank God. But I grew up in a in a time and places in this state where racism is even more blatant and can be more blatant than – even the president has shown. Um, And it's frightening. I mean, it can be very frightening. We're talking about burning crosses, et cetera. And there are times, and I think where I was at the beginning of his presidency, was trying to at least divide between the blatant racism that I've seen growing up in places and the racism of ignorance and willful ignorance. Um, And I think that certainly, listen, Trump has some racism issues. Trump is, yeah, I think he is probably a racist. I agree with that now. But initially, you know, I told, as I told this panelist, Joel Pollack, who was on this week, I said, you know, it's one thing to be ignorant and not understand that the things that you're saying are racist. I've said things that, you know, phrases that I grew up kind of hearing all the time. I've said them as an adult and, had to be educated. uh, That's a racist statement. And I thought, oh, crap, I didn't know that. And I never say it again. You know, we all make mistakes. But I told Joel Pollack on our show this week that in Charlottesville, when you said there were good people on both sides and you understood after you said it, oh, shit, that was not an appropriate thing to say. People were upset. People saw that as racist. People were incredibly offended by that. If you had come out the next time and apologize for it or even just not said it again that'd be one thing but when you come out the next day and say it again yeah. after you know yeah. that it is offensive yeah. that to me is not that's that to me is not ignorance that's not a mistaken ignorance that's now you're now you're knowledgeable of it and you say it anyway yeah. okay that's that's knowledgeable racism so Can that's I tell you am funny, funny behind the on. scenes
0: is our uh, producer just w- was gonna dump you when you said shit and i he forgot we're not doing the regular show right. we're doing oh. the happy hour <laughs> and i think we've already covered that he told me to shut the fuck up so he <laughs> so,
1: yeah, yeah. Good,
0: little, good little southern baptist <laughs> boy is no fucking he's a fucking sailor so don't worry coming from it.
1: clay aiken i wasn't yeah. expecting yeah. Yeah. we're not expecting bomb yeah. listen I'm, i've hit my limit is not the problem
0: <laughs> this is when i became a real claymate. It's not your voice of an angel, which, by the way, sir, is the voice of an angel. I think we can all agree on that. But you, when you tweeted, remember all those times I defended Donald Trump and believed he was not actually racist? Well, I'm a fucking dumbass. <laughs> this is after—
1: yeah, well, I, right. own it. I own it.
0: Yeah, own it, own own it. it man. <laughs> but uh, he, he, this is the other thing. You said—this is where—I know, on our, the podcast we did— I just, I don't understand how you can be a, you know, oh, I don't know, both sides do it, it particularly in this time. We were in such a stark time, but I get where you're coming from. You said, I can't remember any time in my lifetime we've been so divided as a country. We've been drawn into our own respective ideological corners. Folks are having a hard time being in the same room with each other, much less listening to each other. Uh, but the general public is sick of the media skin, a spin, would like to see something actually get done. But... Clay, it's not one side. It's their side. He has made all of them awful. It's it's not just Trump. It's Trumpism. It's these Republican legislatures that didn't tell their Democratic mm-hmm. friends that they had coronavirus and they were infecting them. That right. while they were re- reopening to to you know arguing to reopen and put more people in danger. I mean, he has made his whole party awful. Clay, my dad ran for vice president with Barry Goldwater in '64, but he was a Nuremberg prosecutor. It didn't take for me him calling nazis very fine people to go
1: oh "Oh, this fucking guy yeah i'm not listen i'm not going to disagree with it i think that what where people mistake and i have a lot of republican friends all of my republican friends are people who are not fans of trump either Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah
1: i I give some credit for it but where people mistake me as and think that i'm a moderate so to speak is because they th- they assume that I'm moderate po- with po- when it comes to policy, and I'm actually not. I mean, if we, if we had a talk specifically, you and I, about policy, yeah. yeah, I may not be as far left as you, but I am much further left than people sure. would assume, and I mean, I want health care available for everyone. I want to make sure sh- I would like a public option. At the very least, I'd love to see a day where we end up with uh, public health care like they do in other countries. Um, I'm... I'm Liberal in those areas, but I worry that we have gotten to a place where – Democrats are bad at this too – where we have, in my opinion, where we have made so much of it about the politics, so much of it about the sport and the game of it that – We've lost some of these folks in the swing states. I live in a swing state. We've lost people in the Midwest yeah. because, in fact, if you talk to – if I, when I was running not, for Congress,
0: Not according you, to polls right now, can I just say.
1: Well, okay, yeah. fair enough. I yeah. mean, but that's, but that's a little different because yeah. they hate Trump, right? <laughs> um, but, but when you talk to people who normally vote Republican, yeah. the Karl Rovian Republicans mm-hmm. – yeah and you ask them about policy and you ask them about the things that they w- wish the government would do for them or thinks the government should do for them or are glad the government does do for them they're a lot more liberal than you would than they vote you know yes. yeah. and and i think we lose the game democrats lose the game when we try to beat republicans at their own game of spin and bo- if we talk about the issues we do better we win but when we talk about the politics of it and how he's a racist and how he's – I just don't know. My mother voted for Trump. I love my mother. and My, that's my mom it, too. Told by the way, up, yeah. my mom
0: in Charlotte, my mom, my brother, my sister in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. I'm, so yeah.
1: yeah. So you know exactly – so you understand yeah. what I'm talking about. I can't convince my mom to change her mind, and you probably can't convince your mom to change her mind by telling her she's wrong. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Right. I find that if I don't tell her she's wrong, I allow her to keep listening to Fox News. I, you know, do your thing and then just kind of step back. Trump ruins himself, you know? Yeah. He hurts himself. And then when people from my side try to stick a, you know, stick a fork in him, it just kind of makes people run back to their corners. That's what I was talking about my yeah. corners. If you back We're, somebody in a the corner, they're going to swing. Yeah. You know? We're
0: the same person except I can't sing. Um, <laughs> and I am going to you came out later than me. I'm going to I'm going to make you gayer and more communist when I can oh, when stop. we can spend actual time together. You're going to be a, such a gay, such a commie that uh, you aren't. <laughs> well, the unsolicited testimonials for Literati, the book club for kids, rolls in. JP says my surrogate grandson Jack received his Literati books yesterday. He was so surprised and excited. This is a perfect gift for kids who are quarantined. He decided he would keep these two. He didn't want to read about Laura Ingalls Wilder. She's a girl. Ha, 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 you ca- this That's the great thing about literati. You can yeah. keep the ones you want, send back the ones you don't. Every literati book contains five books based on a theme, right? Your nephews have them. My ex's newborn they loves love it. They love them.
1: And they have stickers so they can keep them straight so they don't get confused about whose books oh. are whose.
0: OMG. Keep your favorites, send the rest back for free. For a limited time, go to literati.com slash Stephanie. 25% off your first two subscriptions. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go to literati, L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I dot slash Stephanie. 25% off your first two subscriptions. America's number one book club for kids, Literati. It is essential in quarantine. That is literati.com slash Stephanie. Terms and conditions apply.
1: But you, you know what, Clay? You're right about this sport thing. I, I, I kind of blame talk radio and panel shows on cable television because the the fights are what get the eyeballs, but it doesn't move policy along,
0: unfortunately.
1: But it's great. It's great for ratings. It's it's know? great.
0: It's the that's the only thing it's good for. It's not good for America.
1: I've given up most TV news. I watch just PBS, right? PBS NewsHour every mm-hmm. night now because I figure they don't care about the ratings, so I know they're just going to give me the boring. I'd rather it be boring. And exactly. I, when, I do the
0: same thing, but with fart jokes, Clay. And if we're, you're already my soulmate,
1: to explain somehow,
0: <laughs> I feel like we're just going to go back between love and hate over our entire relationship. Um, okay. Because one thing you said I will disagree with again, because you, we you were just talking about Democrats, but you said, I think the Democrats to some degree hurt themselves more by constantly saying how horrible Trump is, except that Trump is horrible and I don't think you can say it enough, and how horrible Republicans are, I don't think you can say it enough. But you said, I think it, just, it helps the argument that people are biased against him when they all, all they hear is he's a fascist, except that he's a fascist. Yeah. Um, and all these horrible things about him, I feel like we're better served to let people see what uh, he's going to do or not do. I, I just feel like you. I'm Trump not sure. Like, what, what else do we need? Honestly, he's we are horrible. we are 100,000 dead, 40 million people unemployed, race riots. What are fucking people waiting for? Clay, what are you?
1: I don't disagree with you. I th- but but it, it, let me so I can explain that. Yeah. I believe he's horrible. But I do believe that there's a point where we can, I, where we disagree is. I do believe there's a point where we can say it enough. And I think we've said it. You know, we've impeached him. Um, and and I think about Jim Acosta on CNN who is a reputable journalist. Donald Trump is good. Donald Trump is really good at the game he plays, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Jim Acosta on CNN is a reputable mm-hmm. journalist, has always been a reputable journalist, mm-hmm. has, has I believe, done a good job in all his career of of walking a fine line of integrity and objectivity. But when Trump attacks him and attacks him so much and attacks him every day and says he's a bad journalist, says he's evil, says his network is awful... There's just no way that any rational person could possibly believe that that Jim Acosta is continuing to be called horrible, horrible, horrible and still being objective. You just can't believe that. Now, maybe he's trying, but you can't believe it. And I feel like we just as Democrats, we have to stop taking the damn bait. He's smart enough. He knows he's baiting us into these things. The conversation, the the tweet that he tweeted about George Floyd on Wednesday or yesterday morning was the right thing to say but the one he tweeted today that twitter responded to and called him thugs and where he called people thugs mm-hmm. completely unacceptable
0: but oh if, and also the military if, threat, having the military threat to shoot, shoot, to them, shoot right? us right. Yeah. yeah of yeah. course
1: yeah absolutely horrible okay. but if we take the bait then it just i just feel like we give him what he wants donald trump wants an enemy donald trump wants people to believe donald trump wants twitter to 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 censor him, because every time Twitter censors him, he's able to say that Twitter is against him, you know, and it just helps him. And I don't want to help him. Here's something else you
0: said that uh, that was wrong that made me hate you. Mm -hmm. Um, you, (laughs) Okay, bring it. You actually you said Trump is actually a nice guy when you when you back when you did Apprentice. Yeah. You, said have it, you I, have you
1: evolved on that view as well? No, yeah, plenty, plenty. I, I've said many times that the president, that Donald Trump that is president right now is not the Donald Trump that I know. And I don't. Yeah. And that's why I, that's why at times I've had a hard time even commenting when people say, what was he like? I say, I don't know, because this is not the same guy. This is absolutely not the same guy. And he was nice in person. And most people who meet him find him to be charming. But he is not the same person I knew on that show. And there's yeah. not even way to compare it. Yeah. Perhaps
0: your original statement that Trump wasn't racist was because you came in second to Arsenio Hall on Celebrity Apprentice and also Ruben Stoddard on American Idol. Maybe that is – If
1: anybody anybody in this country is going to be racist, this should be me. you kidding me? Now that's – Fun by somebody into me saying I'm racist. God help us. That's the title the podcast now.
0: Here, let's go to the part where I love you. Where you said something you I like and I love you. You uh, you said, hey, please. but you talked about in 2008, I made the two biggest decisions of my life. I welcomed my son into the world, and I came out as gay. Um, and you, but you talked about preparing for another incredibly important decision, voting for the next president, and uh, why. You basically, said why I support Joe Biden. You said Joe supported the freedom to marry when most political pundits said it wasn't a good idea. I celebrate the historic significance of the first openly gay candidate Pete Pete, running for president, but you said Joe Biden's been our ally every step of the way. Um, And you talk about growing up, uh, almost worse than red hair. I mean, I don't know. know, Effeminate (laughs) red hair you could sing. You were picked on, bullied, harassed, called gay, sissy, other slurs growing up. Um, And so you talk about, you escaped through music and service and singing in uh, church choirs and theater and mentoring kids at the YMCA, um, teaching special ed obviously, which has became your your vocation
1: so it's maybe why I'm more patient with Donald Trump than I yeah uh, <laughs> well yeah you're onto something there I think well, it's maybe true. Maybe. <laughs> but Clay
0: talk about your uh, because listen I understand I you know Shelly Wright our friend right the country uh, and she, you know she's I, I call her my coming out coach because I wasn't out publicly you know for a long time mm-hmm. on the radio I never made-up stories or, you know, invented boyfriends or anything. I just didn't talk about my personal life. But you went through, you know, because you had so much fame so quickly, you went through a period, but you you actually did it a different path. Like, you said, I'm not gay when people, when you, but you got so sort of—
1: Oh, you didn't. I actually didn't. There uh, there was an interview in Rolling Stone where I guess I did word. He asked me something about it. And I said, well, it's unfair because people ask you if you're either you're a womanizer or you're gay. And I'm neither. I did say that. And beyond that, with the exception of that, I never said I was not gay. I just wouldn't answer it. Mm. I I was spun out of it like a politician does. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Good training for your run for Congress. I I tried to get you elected. Are you going to run again? (laughs)
1: I don't know. I I mean, I I look at some days I feel like I want to. Some days I look at what's going on in the country at this moment, and I think I just don't think it matters. I don't think anybody wants to listen. And I I will admit I'm not – I would have a hard time winning a primary right now because I'll admit I'm just not willing to – pick every single battle i feel like there's a plenty that's burning and i don't necessarily need to find new place new things to be upset about there's plenty to be upset about but
0: i i do relate like i say clay to people because people criticize when i came out you know it's never the right it's too late it's too this It's too whatever and i think my point about shelly wright is she was talking about that's why those of us that it's important that those of us that can hide don't because neither of us look stereotypical gay, Shelly and I. And so that's why she was saying that's why it's important for you to not just
1: say I
0: support this, but I am this. You know, the, right, the, and I get
1: that. Yeah. But I think there was a, there is a little bit of a difference and I got a lot of shit from it. Uh, ironically, I, I actually just did an interview with Hollywood Reporter um, a few days ago about they're doing, a pride issue and talking about the, the they doing a big piece on the history of gay People in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and so you know, it was sort of interesting to discover as I had that conversation that. I was certainly not – I certainly did not come out early enough to be a trailblazer. I mean yeah. there are people who are trailblazers in their respective fields, and I was I was not early enough for that. But I was also not nearly as late as most people think I was. I yeah. mean I came out in 2008 um, and uh, – publicly, I'm sorry, in 2008. And Ricky Martin, Neil Patrick Harris, all the people who you see as uh, gay in the media now, Anderson Cooper, all came out after me, all of them. Yeah. So yeah. They, I mean, So there is a the little bit of a difference. Also, because I didn't know yeah. or at least did not realize I was gay until I was on Idol. I didn't kiss a boy or I wasn't with – a, had no boyfriend, nothing wow. until I – like, there was someone who, was, who I met while I was doing Idol, and that was the first time. And so I not only came out in the public eye, but I figured it out in the public Clay, eye. Oh, wow. I, so I, no, I, had boy,
0: I had boyfriends not just through college but in my 30s, so I was like – I don't know my bi and my you know that that thing that we all go through and, and also I, uh, yes, we, I
1: always say every self-respecting southern gay man has been bisexual at some point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you no, I mean uh, listen, show business, you're singing love songs. They want to s- sell records to right. to women. Like I, can't, I my I can't my ads said making men rise in the morning. I didn't write the ads, you know, but but, right. but there was that fear professionally that oh, you know, they're
1: trying to sell Sex. I can't give – yeah, but it was a fear on my part. I can't blame the record label for it. They never tried to get me to do anything like that. I'll give them credit for that. But I will say I had not – I hadn't told anyone yet. I Like everyone – listen, I hope that one day – I believe that some places in the country now, but I hope that one day everyone who decides they're gay, who realizes sorry that they're gay when they're teenagers during puberty can just run out of the closet and be ready right away. <laughs> I, like most everyone else – Told one friend first. I told the guy who I was dating by making out with him. That's how I said yeah.
0: and, it. And that was a special delivery I, with tongue. I
1: slowly, <laughs> right. I slowly told one or two other people and trickled my way out. Yeah. And so during this big era, this, this year and a half of tabloid stories where Clay's, Clay's gay, he's not coming out. I hadn't told my mother yet. You know, yeah. I had not
0: told... And Kathy Griffin calling you Clay Gakin was not helpful, I imagine. It didn't
1: help. You know, I love Kathy Griffin. I but love her, I, too. We're friends, I'm friends with her now, but she does owe me commission. <laughs> I love the
0: kissing story. What would you say? I said, i gay. I just love <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He figured it out. He figured it out pretty much when I kissed him. Um, but, you know, so it was a, It was doing it in the public. I just, can't, I mean, listen, I can't blame anyone for doing it at the pace they want to do it. You are not responsible You you as a gay woman are not responsible for the process of coming out for anybody else. And I wasn't for me. The only thing that I have a problem with is if you're gay and you're in a position and you're hurting gay people. Thank you.
0: Okay, hey, listen. We, you're right. We're family. We fight, but you are a hero. You are a, a you know. No. A, and if you, we criticize when people come out, it, no one's ever going to come out. If you, you, you're like, oh, it's not the right time, or you didn't do it soon enough for me. You, and have, have you, you have lived said, a life of service. You have lived your Baptist faith. You, you, you know. You have. Uh, you worked with special ed kids. You have been an ambassador. You've worked with UNICEF. So, you know, you are a. a you are a role model in many ways i appreciate
1: that but i want to turn that just really quickly politically politically, since there's a political talk show and us and you know we also cannot demonize people for any mistakes they've made in their past you know i hear all the criticism that joe biden is getting right now for the crime bill in the 90s and i understand why people believe that the crime bill did not necessarily do what we hoped it would do it it disenfranchised minorities etc but if someone comes out later and says you know what i made a mistake that wasn't the greatest idea we could do better we have got to as a people allow them to improve because i watched the i don't know have you seen the aka jane roe um documentary i haven't seen it yet
0: it looks amazing incredible this is my deathbed
1: confession yeah yeah Yeah. there are people in there who were certainly anti-choice for their for years and years and at the end have kind of seen the air of their ways and realized women should have the right to make their own decisions. And I've spoken to several people who've said, you know what, fuck that man. I don't care what he says now. He hurt women for years and years. And I think, wait a second. Yeah. If you're not going to invite them to if you're not going to let them in when they want to come to the party, then what's the point of them even trying to come to the party? So,
0: you know. Yeah, speaking, of, well, let's something else we probably agree on is Bill Maher can be a dick because I remember <laughs> tell me about that controversy because he basically was saying all you said when you ran for Congress is I'm not I'm not a single issue, you know, I'm not running on that
1: and he criticize that right as saying well he that and he did not i had i did an interview with new york magazine and they asked me if i wanted obama to come campaign with me um and i said you know I can do this on my own. I'd like to do this on my own. Listen, bottom line was I was running in a blood red district that Obama had lost by 20 points. The chances of me winning were very slim in the first place. I was running because the bitch who was in the seat right then needed to be people needed to know who she was. Um, I apologize for calling her names, but she they she wasn't doing her job. She needed to be pointed out for that. Um, And I said that I would not like Obama. I, I, I pretty much implied, no, I don't want Obama to come help me. The number of people who took that as me distancing myself from Obama was just astronomical. I mean, it's either black Mm -hmm. or white. You either want to hug him or you want to push him off a cliff. And that's not the case. I love Obama. I love what he did. I think he I think we are even conservatives are now saying, oh, shit, maybe that stuff was a good thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I guess he was was saying
0: you weren't embracing your being a liberal or being gay enough. And and that's yeah. and
1: And in Bill Maher's. To Bill Mars, And yes. And you know what? Let me let me address that, too, because you're right. And I do regret that. And I have said if you ask me if, if I'll run again, I don't know that I will. But I have said if I run again, I do want to change one thing. I was stupid enough in 2014 to I was running right at the time that the North the courts overturned North Carolina's gay same sex marriage mm-hmm. amendment. So it went from being illegal based on an amendment in North Carolina to being overturned and legal in October. Of my year. And I was stupid enough when I sat down and did a debate or a panel with my opponent and was asked about that. How do you feel about that? I was stupid enough to say, well, you know, it's not been decided. I want to let the Supreme Court make that decision. Um, I think once the Supreme Court makes the decision, then we'll be able to discuss it. And the bottom line was that was just wrong. Bill mm-hmm. Maher was right about that. Yeah. I was wrong to have said it that way. For some reason, naively, maybe I watched too much West Wing. I don't know what it was. Huh. I assumed I assumed that if I don't take a strong stance on this, people will listen to the other things I want to talk about. Yeah. But the truth was what it sounded like probably was, okay, you're full of shit. Yeah. I should have just said, listen, I'm gay. I love the idea that this shit's been overturned. You all know that. Now let's talk about some other stuff. I was I there.
0: Think- I was there when the, uh, you know, the, the, the you saw the rainbow flags going up and the Confederate flag coming down in North Carolina when I. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to come when the quarantine's over. I'm going to come. We're going to hang out with my family and your family in North Carolina. I'm going to hey. make you gayer. I'm going to make you more communistical. <laughs> I don't you're going r- to that run again <laughs> and you're going to win by 20 fucking points. That's what's going to happen. Well, I
1: wouldn't. W- Listen, I wouldn't win in that district still. Bottom line. If that district were drawn <laughs> the way it was, I still wouldn't win, but I'd be able to live with myself a little more. <laughs> and I'm not proud of the fact that I did what I did. And yes, Bill Maher was right for that. Oh, he's he right was wrong sometimes. About, but he was wrong about me needing to, about saying I didn't embrace Obama. That was bullshit. So yeah. we're all right a little and wrong a little, and I was wrong there.
0: What's the best way to say Happy Father's Day? Two words. Omaha Day. Oh, oh, yeah. Tell me, you show me a dad that isn't like, oh, wow, wow, wow. Who's wow. your daddy? Wow, wow, wow. Father's Day, Omaha Day. What's this? Unsolicited testimonial. PGB tweets, Mama, I haven't had a good filet in a couple of months until I got my Omaha Steaks bacon wrap filet mignon. Oh, I got drooly. Tasty. Enjoyed it with a side of the amazing hash browns. Uh, hoping the stock-up sale lasts forever. Thanks for everything you do in this crazy time. Now it's the Father's Day sale. Yeah. There's always a sale that you can get. I'm telling you, amazing quality for an amazing price. You're not going to get this quality at the supermarket. You're not going to get this price. This is amazing quality protein. I get the fish and seafood. Get Daddy whatever he likes. Look at the variety. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. And they were way ahead of the safety curve, right? Yes, they were. Flash frozen, vacuum sealed, packed in your own cooler and dry ice, safely delivered to your door. Left on your doorstep. There you go. Put it, put it in the freezer, and Daddy's ready to grill. Oh, Daddy grilling brought back my daddy issues. Mm. Sad smile. Okay, I'm back. Hey, <laughs> go to OmahaSteaks.com. Enter the code Liberal in the search bar. You'll see all the great options available. Many include free shipping and a free one-pound package of their perfectly cured, incredibly thick applewood smoked steak cut bacon wow oh, ho, ho. Now oh, we're yes. talking. wow 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 Wow! visit omahasteaks.com enter the code liberal in that search bar to shop for father's day today remember the code is liberal in the search bar go get it for daddy
1: omahasteaks.com clay how old's your son he's 11 oh
0: wow and do you do you have a partner now uh, no oh <laughs> <Aww>, you <laughs> Me, are now I'm come a- on that is a catch Boys in North Carolina, let's go. Uh, I don't
1: know. I've swiped through Tinder here a little bit, and it's not. That um. Oh. <laughs> you what? You what you say? He swiped Nothing. Tinder. Let's edit that out.
0: <laughs> oh, touchy, touchy, touchy. Okay. Um. We should go back to the original. Uh. His debut album, Measure of a Man, multi-platinum. Mm-hmm. You really? Did you always have the voice of an angel? I know you did choir and church stuff I don't from know the. know that team. I
1: have. But I always sang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always sang in choir and um. Most of the time, most of the way through school, and I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do something else, but I think my mom realized this poor kid, he's going to get picked on if he doesn't have something that he does well. So yeah. she yeah. made me do choir, and it, it allowed me to find the thing that I was good at.
0: What, so what is, what's your passion now? You're in Raleigh. You're living in Raleigh? Yeah. yeah. and so in raising your son, and what is your – more music, more activism, more politics, what's your passion? I know you're hosting a podcast, but what's your – what's next?
1: Um, I don't know. You know, everything that I've done has not been planned. That's kind of crazy. I didn't plan on going idle, on idle. Someone right. talked me into it, and it was a last-minute decision. And and running for Congress was not something that I planned far in advance. It was something that I saw was as an opportunity and, and did it. Um, I've taken the last five or six years off uh, uh, from singing simply because I ran for Congress, and I realized, okay, well, this is sort of the decision I've made with my life. I've decided to – I've I've come out of the closet as a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've come out as a Democrat, and you'd be amazed at how many people will – once you've got that letter behind your name, they'll just tune you out. So I thought, you know what? I've come out with my politics on full display. It's not going to be easy for me to go back to singing that well that quickly. So – um I did that for five years. I stepped away from it. I've started tiptoeing back towards performing a little bit because I do miss it. Yeah. I don't know that I'll ever go back to performing full time, um, but politics is still—I I don't like the word politics. Issues, sure, yes. are still something that, that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Um, and and talking about issues and and calling people out on bullshit. And listen. Yeah. You, here's another chance for us to hate each other. I still don't believe that Republicans have the half a monopoly on hypocrisy and bullshit. Oh, you're full of shit. Our, Just
0: shut the fuck up I, now. We're going to uh, be. Oh,
1: I think they're beating us. <laughs> I think they do it more. I definitely believe they do it more, but I think we do it also. And so, yeah. I I enjoy kind of discussing those things yeah um but i don't know i don't know that i can win uh, i don't know if i'd win a primary very easily here um because i'm just not willing to play the game
0: <laughs> i think you can here's my different new different. dream i'm gonna come to north carolina we're gonna turn our fox news watching mothers around we're gonna uh, we're Please. gonna we're gonna Dude, both I'm, I'm, I'm single playing. too we're both gonna find we're <laughs> going to find a partner i'm gonna make you more gay i'm gonna make you more communist i'm gonna make you married oh, no. <laughs> we're both gonna be gay married communists we're gonna have a double wedding that you're going to sing at. Obviously.
1: I'll <laughs> sing at the wedding, but I don't know if you're going to get me to be a communist. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pulling you all the yeah, way not I in. North Carolina stuff. <laughs> all right, let's end the way we ended your podcast. Shut the fuck we're up. We're done.
1: Win Carolina. We're going to win North Carolina for Joe Biden. Yes, yes, we time. are. Yes, we're turn it blue. And it See, also, that's, we're baby steps. I'm for baby steps.
0: Like any family, we end on love. I love you, Clay Aiken. Nice. I'm a claymate. Fuck all y'all. I'm a claymate. <laughs>
1: I am too. Yeah, y'all are. All right. Yeah, killer. Yeah. What do we call them, Miller's stepheads? Stepheads, Step stepheads, yeah. Step and claymates Damn.
0: unite. Yes.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Clay. <laughs> Thank Love you, Clay, you.
0: Clay Aiken. Everybody, happy fucking happy hour. I feel like we might need to put this podcast in the clean phone right now. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, disinfect yes. just it. Just a little. Can it? Does it? I don't know if it can suck the fucks out. <laughs> Did, but the clean phone <laughs> is UV light that the hospitals are using to disinfect masks. Yep. And it's all the rage. They are flying off the shelves mm-hmm. because, I. Well, first of all, I'm going, we've, we all got the flu that one year, remember? Yep. Oh, yeah. You need the clean phone all the time, not just for coronavirus, right. not just for the second wave, but th- th- you disinfect your phone, first of all, because you're washing your hands so many times and then you're carrying around your filthy, grubby phone. Yeah. Put everything in there. Put your keys, your glasses, your jewelry, your car keys, your credit cards, your cash, anything you need to disinfect. People are doing the toothbrush in their mouth guard. That's smart. Oh, yeah. I I sleep with a mouth guard. I need to put it in there. Do it, you filthy. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Also, they have uh, N95 masks. You can get, and right now you can get 20% off if you do the auto ship. Mm -hmm. And they just lowered the price on those. They also have the disposable masks. They have the uh, lavender aloe vera hand sanitizers. They have everything you need. To keep yourself safe. Yeah. Get it. Go right now. You can get the Clean Phone Pro for just 89 bucks in free shipping when you use the code SEXYLIBERAL. And uh, it ships, like, right away. You get it in, like, a couple of days. Thecleanphone.com. Type in SEXYLIBERAL. That is thecleanphone.com. Do it.